Hello everyone, welcome back to Thoughtful Intentions. I know it's been a minute, I feel like this spring, this year has just been flying. Um, So my apologies, I'm happy to be back and more to come soon. Um, I'm your host Fiona Winch and I'm joined this time by my dear friend Rachel Wannett. I've wanted to talk to Rachel for a while now because as you'll hear in the past few years especially, she has just experienced a lot of life in a short period of time and um it has done so has has made her way through it so gracefully just watching her has given me motivation and has reaffirmed my faith in the non-traditional path so this is what you need to know 22 year old rachel wanted became a mother and a full-time law student 25-year-old Rachel became a licensed attorney and a wife. Rachel has juggled many challenging roles in a very short span of time. She hopes that her journey inspires others to be open towards non-traditional paths of life and to take chances and discover all that you're capable of achieving. She serves as an advocate for young mothers and for women in the legal profession. And by the way, you might hear her son in the background a little bit. Um, I did cut some of his parts out, but it's honestly one of my favorite aspects of this episode so had to keep mj in there he is one of the main characters here so without further ado here's rachel hello everyone so (laughs) (laughs) um i have to say before we get started i'm really happy that you used the phrase non-traditional path in your bio because that's exactly the phrase i use to describe this podcast all the time i because i just think it's really important to show that things happen that will change your trajectory and that's okay and personally I just feel like I would have been so much less anxious especially in college if I had um, embraced that a little bit more so I was really I was excited that you used that yeah absolutely I mean I probably did the traditional life um, back completely backwards right (laughs) I had the baby before I got married I got married before I established my career. Um, And I think it just goes to show that things can work out even if it's done backwards. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I I mean, just watching you these past um, few years has been astonishing. Like, honestly, to say the least of it, it's been such a treat. And for context, for anyone that doesn't know, Rachel and I have actually known each other since like, I, I would say first grade would be a good bet. I I'm I can't remember if we crossed paths in kindergarten, but at least at least first grade, if not kindergarten too. Um, so it's been it's been a minute. We we also went to middle school together, so elementary, middle school, and high school, and we would have gone to college together, but Rachel turned to the dark side. So, um, we got close, <laughs> but that's something that I've really appreciated. Just um watching you grow these past few years and I feel so blessed that St. Andrews gave us such a group of strong and like interesting and kind friends because it's I don't know it's really special to watch someone you've known since that young just grow up and like come into their own well thank you no St. Andrews definitely created a bond 
a, a very unbreakable bond between the group of that, friends that we have. It's super special. Yeah. So it's easier to talk about a, a lot of this stuff in hindsight. Um, but even for someone who seemingly has it all figured out, I am sure this is not the path that you anticipated. Absolutely not. Nope. What, what did you expect after school? Like what was, what were you kind of planning? So law school was always in my plans, right? Um, okay. I thought so. And I do apologize if you hear my, my little one, he just walked into the room. Um, but so law school was always my plan. I, um, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. You found your cotton candy. What did I say? You're going to go watch Blippi and eat cotton candy? Uh, I just stand down here. Okay. But you can't make your little noises. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try. See if you like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so law school had always been in my plans. Um, I, I had applied to schools down in Florida. That was kind of where I wanted to uh, be and where I wanted to end up practicing law. So I thought, you know, um, law school in Florida would be best. So I applied down there. Um, and when we found out that we were pregnant, um, it was right around the time I was getting my law school acceptance letters. Mm. I had applied to some Maryland schools just as a safety, uh, you know, just, just, just in case I didn't get in anywhere in Florida, like let's just start in Maryland. Right. So, um, when we found out we were pregnant, I didn't even think law school was on the table anymore. Um, right. Lunch is on the table, not law. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, and I remember talking with Melvin before we had kind of decided what we were going to do. I remember him telling me, you know, the one thing that, um, is going to come of this, whatever happens is you're still going to law school. Like we're going to make that happen. And for context, Melvin is my now husband. Um, mm -hmm. And then, so I, I mean, I don't know how deep you want me to go into this. No. Yeah. Okay. Let me just pause at law school because I kind of, I knew that that was always in the cards. Um, and before we get too deep into the whole yeah. Uh, chronological order. Well, I just, cool. I do want to know, like, how is being an attorney now? Is it, is it everything that you thought it would be in more? Um, yeah, no, it really is. Um, it's right now, you know, I'm in my first year of practice, so mm -hmm. it's a very, very steep learning curve. Um, I actually was talking about, uh, this with my boss yesterday. Um, you know, one of the reasons that he told me that I had stuck out to him in my interview was specifically because of um, the path that I took with my son mm. he said, you know, that he thought that my journey was unique and it offered a lot. <laughs> okay, baby. And it offered um, a lot of helpful skills 
<clears throat> in the legal profession as an attorney. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the only reason that he had found out about my journey with my son and with law school and everything that I went through was because in my first interview with him, he um, had kind of asked me why my transcript from law school started kind of low with my grades and then like kind of skyrocketed over the next two years. And but for him asking me that I would have never had the opportunity to explain what I had gone through. Wow. So that that was really huge. And it, it's it's paid off, you know, all the hard work that I went through. It's contributed to my practice of law. And I think that's like that's really important for a lot of people, especially younger people. I is something I wish I knew even two years ago when I was I mean, I guess it was kind of two years ago when I started my like career pivot. Just that I mean, I didn't even know what skills I had or like what would be useful to other people or what like life experiences would transfer elsewhere. And it's really easy to get caught in like a lot of self-doubt, but it kind of just takes like one person to really validate that, even though it's, you know, it's important to come from you too to validate your own experiences, but someone needs to open that door. So that's yeah, great. Okay. So becoming an attorney, becoming a mother, getting to this point, let's backtrack, I guess, because, so that was like November, was that November, 2017 ish yep. when you just, when you found out, right. That you were pregnant, finding out that you were pregnant and becoming a new mom. I have to imagine that a lot of that was like a pretty isolating experience. I mean, I know that you have like such a large and warm and wonderful family and friends, but not at that time. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, Are you laughing um, yeah, no, it was really hard for our families to swallow the fact that we were seniors in college and you know it's just the very stereotypical like you know pregnancy and yeah. um everyone was very concerned with what we were going to do with life after college um they didn't think that we could handle it at first um, at first, right. And let me not misstate anything because everyone came around, everyone had our back. Um, you know, this, the, the support that we both got from our families, uh, we wouldn't be where we are today without that. And we, we were very, very lucky. Um, but at the time being a, a senior in college, you know, I'm the pregnant one. Um, I was the pregnant one in college. I, I, you know, I couldn't do a lot of the things that my friends were doing. And so that was isolating in itself. And then, and, and you graduated seven months pregnant. So that's like the whole second semester right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So at first it was pretty isolating. Yeah. Um, but that didn't last long. Um, you know, you guys threw me an amazing baby shower. All my sisters threw me one and, you know, everyone came around to the, to the fact that, you know, this baby was going to be born. Rachel was going to go to law school. Melvin was going to play a fifth year of college football and we're all going to like have their backs. Right. It's like, it was, I feel like it's very much a village, literally yeah. a village raising a child literally moment. 
a village yes but who did you like was there anyone in particular that you leaned on because I don't know how many of your friends can say that they shared that experience or anyone your age our Mm -hmm. age yeah it it was definitely hard in that aspect um even today like there's really very few of my girlfriends that really actually get it yeah understand what I went through and what I'm still dealing with um so primarily I I went to my mom right she had six kids um she was a young mom as well and she treated my son like her own um you know she woke up at you know 2 a.m 4 a.m when I was tired after school and she fed him so she was definitely a source yeah but even now you said it's like finding mom friends and stuff yeah I mean I'm just so much younger than most of them and so it's really hard to connect um we have very different parenting parenting styles we're at different points in our lives and it's 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 hard what do you notice in like the different parenting styles um people say and I don't think it's a bad thing, but people say I'm a much more laid back mom than others. Huh. Um, but Wait, like you have like a laid back demeanor. I don't I don't really know what to gauge from that, but I've definitely heard it a lot and I'm not letting myself take it as an insult. I'm just <laughs> I definitely would not take it as an insult because I was just saying to my roommate, I was just filling her in that we were doing this and I was saying how you are so calm, cool, and collected. And I don't know, I don't know that I would have gotten through what you got through without that quality. Like, I feel like that quality and correct me if I'm wrong, but I I agree with that. I I feel like, I don't know if you give that enough credit, actually, (laughs) like being able to remain calm, cool, and collected. Thank you. Were there other moments just like throughout law school or throughout like the early ages with MJ that you just you didn't think you would be able to handle everything or that you would have to throw in the towel at some point absolutely really so even before starting law school there were times that I thought that it just wasn't going to work out I remember going to to um, University of Baltimore School of Law is where I ended up going. Um, And I had gotten a scholarship there. So they had a ceremony um, the previous spring for uh, scholarship acceptances, something like that. And at that point, I was probably five months, six months pregnant, somewhere around that. I was I was showing a little Mm -hmm. bit. And um, I remember going and trying to hide my stomach in the dress. Really? Because I thought it would have an adverse effect on my scholarship, but I didn't do a very good job of hiding the belly um, because the dean of the school actually pulled me into a private room and basically was like, look, I mean, I can tell. I know what you're trying to hide. And I want you to know that we're here for you. We want to support you. Here's my personal email. If you can't make it 
to orientation or anything because it was so close to my due date. Mm-hmm. She was like, just call me. I'll take care of it. Wow. And, um, so that was huge. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is the school for me. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was huge. That must have just instilled a lot of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So I like kind of built a support system at the school before I had even started there, um, which was really That's nice. Yeah. Did you find that that they kept that kind of attitude up? Like if when you were, I mean, taking class and t- to be clear also for everyone, Rachel um, graduated seven months pregnant and tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I have this right. And then MJ was born in July after school. And then you started law school five weeks later, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Just for context, because that's really important. It happened really soon after. So then first year law school is also first year of MJ's life. Um, So did you find that people like your professors and everyone was equally as supportive, like with you taking class and being a brand new mom? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's fine. Just come eat it on the couch, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think word kind of got around that, you know, I had a very fresh newborn in the house. And a lot of the teachers, um, you know, made an effort to, to help me in ways they can, you know. But for people that don't know, the first year of law school is packed with um, all of the courses that are tested on the bar exam. Um, whereas the second and third year of law school, you take easier courses that, I mean, easier in quotes, right? Um, that aren't on the bar per se. Um, so they're really not as intense. Are they like trying to weed people out a little bit? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I I remember sitting in certain classes my first semester and they were just diminishing. People were dropping out like flies. Really? That was, that was stressful. That was scary. Um, Just because like I was struggling so bad and, you know, it kind of, it kind of decreases your confidence a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you kept up enough. I, I felt like I had to, um, it was like, I remember going home one day to my mom. I was like, you know, there's people, um, dropping out. There's people seeking, uh, psychological help because of law school. Like this is like having a huge impact on everyone around me. And it's like stressing me out because the law school part of this isn't stressing me out as much as it's stressing them. The motherhood, the motherhood and everything that was involved in that mm-hmm. was so much more for me to, to deal with than law school was. Um, and it was so much harder. And I mean, it was, in a way, like motherhood was made law school seem easy, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, what a crazy perspective to like be in that circumstance and have that perspective. That's, I remember you saying that about the bar too, that it was, 
it wasn't as hard to you as it was to the people around you and you were like did I do something wrong (laughs) yeah I mean it just it just like parenthood it just makes you work so hard and I I just I work hard on everything else as as equally as much right so Mm -hmm. what did surprise you about motherhood what surprised me yeah oh gosh I mean it was the hardest it is the hardest thing that I've ever done but it's so rewarding and it's sounds so cliche but I mean I wouldn't take a second of that for granted like it was it it taught me so much and it's still teaching me a lot and just seeing all your hard work in human form (laughs) that's that's pretty trippy I feel like yep yep that's great um and now I mean okay I have to ask this too because um like you said a lot of this stuff has happened kind of backwards for you I feel like a lot of people um in their early 20s and this is true for me too just lose a little bit of discipline or a lot of discipline. I feel like a lot of early twenties people spend trying to figure out like who they are or who they want to be or where they want to be or what they want to do and where they want to, who they want to be around. Um, and I mean, at least for me, it's a, it's a little chaotic. And at least for me, I feel like I've just started reintroducing discipline back into my life in a more like committed way I would say you know right like I can be a little disciplined by nature but there's also just you're making a commitment to yourself to or to someone else or to do this thing um so you've stayed disciplined this entire time in such like a unique way and I don't know how did you manage that I mean even your fitness journey is like another example you just I just don't know. I don't know how you do it. I just, I'm, I mean, I feel like at the, at the start, it was definitely hard. Melvin and I were thrown into a world without a choice that we were so unfamiliar with. And we basically had to force ourselves to mature at a rate, like overnight that, you know, all the people around us, our age, they, they weren't experiencing that and they weren't having to deal with the things we were dealing with. So it was kind of forced upon, to, upon yeah. us. And so it's just kind of always been like, you got to do what you got to do. You got to, I got to, I got, I put myself in this position and I'm going to go my hardest every day because I did it to myself and that I, that's my only option, you know? have a baby that's permanent law school was pretty permanent too and yeah um, I feel like you did you feel a ton of eyes on you all the time too um a little bit um I wasn't too focused on all of that though I think Um, that might help (laughs) yeah I mean people had their opinions of what we were doing and I listened to them and I, I stayed on my own path. And so now you mentor young women and mothers as well? Yeah. So I've actually 
had a lot of young females wanting to go to law school reach out to me and I just jump on the phone with them and um, was this like before the videos that your firm started yeah, maybe yeah, been for a while a how while. did they how did they find you um like Instagram, social media really, yeah wow. um, Facebook you know it's people who have been in my life and um you know we've been acquaintances and they've learned my story over the past few years and they've reached out um you know i still have all my law school we call them outlines it's kind of your notes oh mm-hmm. i still have all my law school outlines so you know any young um females in law and any young law students um i'm always willing to help do you see any like common fears or anxieties from those girls that you're like that kind of come up a lot? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, being a woman in the legal profession is hard in itself. So number one, people are um, are kind of worried about, you know, what, what kind of job am I going to get out of this? Um, you know, am I going to be in a good position to even be hired after graduating from this school? Um, so that's always been tough. Um, but overall, just law school in itself is hard. So, you know, just juggling at least the girls that have come come to me um, always are worried about juggling, um, you know, family and social life with law school because, you know, you have to treat law school with like a full-time job. You know, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to work. You're not supposed to have another job while you're in law school, but well, how, how else are you supposed to do have a living right right work yeah so just just juggling all of that um you know I have I have a lot of experience <laughs> in that field so um lots of lots of people reaching out to me for that that's one of the things the women um in law it, when I was even thinking of questions that I wanted to ask you and the whole do you have to choose between your family and your career, I was like, oh, would I ask a man this? Like, it just, it feels so weird that it's inherent in us, like as a bias to even ask that question or to consider that you have to make that choice. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it's absurd, really. I, I, the way I see it is because I got to experience both, um, you know, being a mom and having a career at the same time, um, I, I kind of understand the fact that the being the mom part, there are so many stay at home moms out there because being the mom at home is, it's, it's more than a full-time job, really. Mm -hmm. It, it, you don't have set hours that you like clock in and out absorbed your whole life um so I mean that's a job in itself and I I, and I feel like that's what's really caused this division between you know working moms and stay-at-home moms it's it's really really tough but I think at least my experience has proved to me that the motherhood, the, the, the hard work involved in being a mom contributes so much to your career. 
and it, it really benefits it if you're able to do both. That's great. I'm sure that also like comes as such a comfort to those young people that you're talking to. I, I, I say, I say young people, like we're not young. I mean, they're our age really. You probably, yeah, you probably don't feel as young as I feel at this point, but we're, we are still young and you're also married now, which um, Rachel got married in October and the wedding was just, I feel like it was just one of the best days of the entire year. It was so much fun and it was so beautiful you looked so beautiful. The weather was fantastic. It was, it was a great, it was a great night. It was, yeah, that was really fun. And I, I mean, that was hard because it was just a couple months after the bar exam. Right. You were planning a wedding and studying for the bar, which again, blows my mind. Yeah. And, and that was the planning. The wedding was hard, especially because I was the first of our, our, our group, our friends, my cousins, yeah. like everyone our age, I was the first to have the wedding. So I didn't even know what to really do. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. He loves the wedding. That's what he's talking about. He did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun night, huh? Okay, that's fine. Okay, now you go back being quiet. Thank you. Just MJ sleeping in your dad's arms was like the best thing to watch. <laughs> I remember before the wedding too, you mentioned that um, you were having a hard time figuring out how to prepare MJ because there weren't any books that you were finding that explained um, or showed a kid at his parents' wedding. Yeah, no, I really, that was crazy. You know, there's always there's always been you know a TV show to get him ready for the doctors and a haircut and the dentist. There was nothing I could find to prepare him for this day. So, you know, I was worried because um, it's it's a weird thing, right? You see both of your parents up at an altar doing something and I didn't want him to get upset and have there's to- also so many people and after like a pandemic year or yeah. two like yeah. it's very unusual for him but fortunately it, ju- it just came together and he did great <laughs> he was very happy he did do well he even he walked the aisle too so tell me like a little bit more about I don't know married life um, life with two full-time working parents, like all that good stuff. It's great and it's hard, but it's, it's totally worth it. I mean, Melvin and I were, like I said, we were forced to kind of mature and work together. Okay. Please. Um, we were forced to mature ourselves and work together on something really hard early on and so kind we were kind of prepared for married life in a way um it wasn't a huge it wasn't a huge change for us um that makes sense yeah but I mean it's really fun we bought our first house together and um that is also crazy to me I can't wait I know that you're probably excited to be at that point where like we're all coming to you for you know, all that advice. Um, 
yeah, I just can't. It's just so impressive to be at that point. Thank you. Thank you. Time must feel like such a construct to you now, too. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Does it feel like MJ's growing up really, like, does it feel like he's growing really fast or does it feel like it's been centuries? No, it's, it's going so fast. The speed of light, like he's going to be four this summer. That's crazy. Having full on conversations with each other. And I just, it feels like yesterday I was literally reading him um, like law school cases like while he was in his baby swing and I was, <laughs> it was nuts. He's going to be such a smart cookie. Just I, like his mom. You are a cookie. You're a cookie. No, you are a cookie. <laughs> you are a cookie. You're a cookie. I love watching him grow up. It's so funny just thinking about how many people are watching him grow up and he's just, Chillin', like he has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you have a idea. Yeah. You have no idea how many people been been taking care of you. That's really what it was. I mean, at at one point, I was sleeping at three different homes throughout the week, just so that. Oh my um, gosh, I remember depending that. Depending on who was babysitting him that next morning while I had class, I had slept. <sighs> Over at their house, you, you know, the night class. before. Yeah. So it was a super hectic time, but super hectic time. Okay, baby, I need you to go upstairs. <laughs> Do you ever just like sit on that couch in the new house that you bought and just think about MJ like growing up there? No, because I don't want him to grow up. But yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Um, and we're really fortunate and lucky to be at the point that we're at at our age and with him, especially. It's been really great. I mean, now that you've moved at the speed of light, do you feel like, I don't know, the later half of your 20s, you're going to like take it easy? <laughs> what does take it easy even mean? Like, I don't-, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like visit me and Maddie in New York and like. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to um, have some girls trips and yeah, exactly stuff that I missed out on. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I I need to, and I will. Well, everyone's in full support. How has MJ been with the pandemic? Like, I know I feel like a lot of babies. I mean, I know he had, I guess, two was he two years before it hit or one year. Um, two, two. So he, I mean, and with the family, he was pretty socialized. Yeah, I think that that was huge for us because at the time we were staying in my parents' house and I have five siblings myself. So it was a very full household and he was very, very socialized from the beginning. And same with Melvin's family. I mean, he, if anyone knows his story, he has two families, which both mm-hmm. have one has five five kids and the other has um, three. So it, all busy households. Um, you mentioned in your bio that all of these things have helped you evolve. So what did you what have you learned about yourself in these past few years? Um, so that's a hard question just because I feel like 
uh, this all happened so fast and so much was thrown at me at once. And I never really had a time to self-reflect. Mm. Um, but I mean, I think for one, my confidence, like there's nothing that I won't do now because of this experience. You know, I feel like I'm not indestructible, but, you know, I know that I'm capable of doing so much more than I thought I was and you know doing multiple things at a time and and handling it well Mm -hmm. I've really grown in that aspect that's great in addition to that what do you think that you would tell your younger self knowing what you know now okay I mean I know this probably sounds so corny but just telling myself and I have three younger sisters who I see so much of myself in so I really do tell them this is to just stay true to yourself because if I were to cave to the pressure that I faced at the at at the time a few years ago I mean I would be nowhere near where I am today like there was so many people who thought I was crazy for keeping my baby, for going to law school full-time. And a lot of people told me these things with the intention of making me feel bad about my decisions. And if I didn't stay true to myself and and knowing what I was capable of doing and the limits that I knew that I could push myself to. I mean, things would have gone south really quick. And I'm glad that I, I, I took the path. I'm glad that I did what I did and took the path that I did. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's not too <laughs> cliche but I mean that's what I would tell a young woman and no I don't think it's cliche yeah yeah I mean only you you know yourself best and it's so easy and it's so easy sometimes to just oh listen to what your mom tells you to do and I'm not saying to be like rebellious but just Mm -hmm. like think about (laughs) But just to think about what, what, what's right for you and yeah. you know, the path that you think you can take and, and that you can handle. Yeah. And I feel like even if you don't have the words to necessarily explain why that's right for you, you still have a feeling like right. you, you have to be able to trust your gut and your own intuition. And if you have a feeling that that's right, then you need to trust that you need that connection with yourself. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before I let you go, where can people find you, um, on social, whether they just want to keep following your journey or if they're, they are looking for advice, like the young women that you said you've spoken to and been mentoring. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Instagram um I'm in a weird transition with my maiden name to my married name so my <laughs> now oh wait I introduced you as 
No, I, it's fine. It's fine because legally I'm still on it. Last oh, really? On it. Yeah. Okay. And then on Instagram right now, my at name is Rachel Kane, but um, you can also find me on Facebook. Um, you can contact me um, at my work if you, if anyone ever needs an attorney for anything. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the type of law that you practice, but you practice injury law, right? Yes, I do personal injury. We represent plaintiffs, so the injured party. There was one like really specific random like fact that you shared about car accidents. Today in this? No, 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 no. Just like on social media, I feel like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We <laughs> do it. We do do random like topics on TikTok. And I think the one I posted on Instagram no, was um, called contributory negligence. Oh, is this if you are part of the problem of the accident? Yeah, if you contribute to the negligence. I mean, if you contribute to the accident, then um, you're barred from recovery, which is a very, very strict law. And Maryland is only one of three states that uses it. Wow. Okay, this is another great example of why you need to follow Rachel. Check out all this fantastic guidance that she has to offer. (laughs) Yes, please do. We're... We're working hard on our um <clears throat> our law firm social media accounts. So follow us at Dubo Law. It's D U B O Law. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, um, and MJ in the background. <laughs> we love it. I hope that was okay. Hopefully. That was great. That was perfect. Um, thank you everyone for listening. This has been Fiona Winch and Rachel Wanner.